It's Wednesday, July 5th, 2017. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast, a daily encouragement to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. This daily podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services, and I'm coming to you from Birmingham, Alabama. Well, yesterday we began discussing a very special time of the year for Lifeline, Stand for Orphans. As we said yesterday, this is the third year that Lifeline has promoted Stand for Orphans, and this is an initiative designed to equip, motivate, and encourage kids. We want kids to know that there is something that they can do for orphans and vulnerable children. You see, this is not just something that adults can do, but this is something that even starting at the age of two or three, all kids can get a part of. And the truth of the matter, even like Ashley said yesterday, if we can get kids engaged at a younger age, it will become a part of their way of life, helping others, helping the vulnerable, helping the weak, and helping the orphan. Stand for Orphans, as we said, is a, it's a chance for children to understand that God has given all of us the opportunity and the ability to affect change in the world. We can't underestimate what children can do. So by children hosting a stand or selling lemonade or cookies or crafts, really, they understand that they are able to do something for vulnerable children and make a difference no matter how old they are. So like I said yesterday, uh, I was joined by my sweet wife, Ashley, and today um, we have the opportunity to hear from more people about Stand for Orphans. Stand for Orphans was started by kids, for kids, and today the kids that started Stand for Orphans, my three kids, are here to talk about this summer and our plans in 2017 for Stand for Orphans. Caleb is 12. Adeline is 10 and Emily is 7, and they brainstormed the idea for Stand for Orphans when they were 10, 8, and 5. And over the last two years, we have seen Stand for Orphans raise uh, $308,000 with 462 stands across 34 states and six countries. And because of this amazing success, my kids have been able to be a part of the national syndicated radio show, Rick and Bubba, and they've also been interviewed by the 700 Club. So today, being with Dad on this podcast, that's really no big deal, right? No, sir. No big deal. So, Caleb, tell everyone just a little bit in your words about what Lifeline does. Well, Lifeline uh, has a foster care program who helps the kids whose mom and dad... They cannot live with their mom and dad. They also have an adoption ministry, so where you can adopt kids who don't have parents. They also have orphan care, where they teach children job skills and life skills. And they have birth mother care, where they help uh, birth mothers who are in need. That's right. So, Caleb, you've been able to be a part of a lot of that. And even in the next couple of weeks, Caleb and I get the opportunity to go with Unadopted as a part of the orphan care to Uganda. And uh, and that's just been a, an impact, not only to, to be able to be a son or a daughter, but also to get to see what Lifeline has done firsthand here at home through camps and other things. So, Emily... I want you to tell us just a little bit about how the idea of Stand for Orphans came to be. Well, we were on our back porch, and me and my brother and my sister, we stored up the idea to do lemonade stands and to give all the money that we raised from the lemonade stands to Lifeline. And will y'all help us get 
money for Lifeline so they can help kids in other states. And if you raise $3 or $300, and it will be matched. That's right, Emmy. That's going to be matched. And, you know, that was part of the original idea, right? When y'all had this idea is not only would the, would the money that you guys raised from Lemonade Stands um, go towards orphans through Lifeline, but also that maybe people would match it. So, Adeline, tell us just a little bit more about what you might want to add to Stand for Orphans getting started. We did a lemonade stand at a park in our neighborhood and raised about $20. I know that maybe that does not sound like a lot, but then we had the idea to find someone to match the amount raised. Then we had the idea to challenge other kids to do the same as a fun way to get involved with Lifeline so that more orphans can be helped. That's right. So, Emily, what what in the world can people sell at their stands? They can sell pops, cupcakes, or anything you want to sell. Right, so anything. They can make up handcrafts, right? Do you remember the first summer we even sold dog biscuits to dogs? You remember? Yes, sir. Okay, so Caleb, you've actually done some other creative things outside of just lemonade stands. And uh, I think it all started when we took the wagon house by house and sold lemonade and dog treats. But you've done other creative things to raise money for Stand for Orphans. Can you talk a little bit about what you've done and what are some of the creative ways that you've uh, raised money? Yes, sir. I love animals, and I decided that I needed to learn the value of hard work. So I made a flyer and delivered them around our neighborhood and started pet sitting. Soon, I made $200, and I decided to give $100 to Life on Stand for Orphans. Then something really amazing happened. Two different people uh, independently gave me $100 each for my generous for my generosity towards Lifeline. Now, I'm not saying that you don't have that you will necessarily get back twofold what you put in, but the Lord has taught me that when we are faithful to him, he will multiply our efforts. Yeah, so I remember Caleb, you did the lemonade or you did these pet sitting and one of your first big jobs, you got $200 just like you said. And mom and dad actually even tried to, you remember, tried to get you to think about only giving 10% to Lifeline. But you were dead set. That's what you're going to do, right? Yes, sir. Y'all were thinking about the tithes. And I was like, no, we'll go half. Yeah, and you wanted to go half. And so uh, what was really neat is we shared that with your grandfather. And the very next day, a man called him, and he was just bragging on you. And the guy said, well, I want to give to that. And the neat thing about what Caleb did is not only did that money come back to him, but then he ended up giving more to Lifeline. And so we are are just really, really grateful for just that generosity and that heart. And and hopefully, too, uh, as as kids get engaged um, with Stand for Orphans, they can grow a heart that is so good for uh, giving and doing other things and, and learning about something that's, that's really even, even bigger than themselves. So, Adeline, tell us a little bit about how it feels that over 460 people have participated in Stand for Orphans with stands, and it's been in over 34 states and six countries. How does it feel that this idea has spread so far? I love seeing other kids be a part of Lifeline's ministry to orphans. I love seeing families being able to adopt kids or just love on them and share the gospel with them. Did you really ever think that when we decided that summer to challenge kids that we go this far? (laughs) No. Okay. So as we've talked about, our kids have gotten to just experience a lot of different things, which I think has given them 
this tremendous heart for others and this tremendous heart for orphans and the work of Lifeline. And uh, one of the things, actually four summers ago, uh, we left China on this day, July 5th. We left China after spending about seven weeks there as a family. And it really impacted every single one of us in different ways. But Adeline, will you just tell us a little bit about how our time in China impacted you? It was sad to see so many kids on the road and in the orphanages without a home or a soft bed. It was sad to see the kids in China who had special needs, and I wanted to see them be adopted. The more money we raise with the stand, the more of these orphans we will be able to help through adopting, adopted, or maybe they will have the chance to be adopted. That's right. So the more money we raise... We're getting to see things happen through unadopted and see kids get forever families. And, and so it's just neat, right, sweet girl, because you've seen these kids. And mm-hmm. so you have a face to who you're helping, right? Yeah. And we've done these camps, right? You love camp from China, don't you, yes, Caleb? Yes, sir. I love it. So I get to interact with all the kids. And so we get to see you interacting, and um, so it's it's kind of it's kind of cool to see how this impact. We know that who who are really helping, and we can see those faces. So, Caleb, tell a little bit about how China and that trip that we took as a family four years ago impacted you. So before I went to China, I believed in the mission of Lifeline with my whole heart. But I but I'm so thankful for the opportunity to see the orphan crisis with my own eyes. It, it's just so awesome. Not awesome, but just. I love that I got to see it so that I know what dad is doing when he goes to other countries. That's right. And then China has been a special place for us because of these camps. And you've made lots of little friends as the China camp has come with some of these little boys. And how does it feel um, when you know that some of these boys, Caleb, that you've been able to play Legos with or, or help fill at this camp? How, do you, how does it feel to now know that they have moms and dads? It, it makes me feel very glad because I know that um, they will have, uh, they have their family, but then these families will be teaching them about the forever family um, and Jesus. That's right. And Caleb, you know about that because you just recently were adopted. I mean, adopted, you were just baptized. And so you've been adopted into God's family. And that's the most important thing that we want kids to see is that adoption can be for them too. It's, 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 we are all adopted because Christ came after us. If we are in Christ, we are adopted by him and God is our father. So Emily, close us out. Where can we find and can people find more information? Lifelinechild.org. That's right. Lifelinechild.org. And then uh, specifically, they can get a free kit at standfororphans.org. Is that right? Yes, sir. Standfororphans.org. They can get their free kit. And so Adeline, close us out. What are we thinking? Our goal this summer is to raise $200,000. $200,000. That's a lot. <laughs> okay, Caleb. Will you help us reach this goal by taking a stand for orphans? What will you and your family do to help us reach this goal? So this year, already 125 stands have been registered in 22 states. And like the kids said, that's exciting news because two various generous donors have also agreed to match dollar for dollar up to $100,000 raised by August 31st. So we need you to get busy and to take a stand. And one last challenge, our development team, especially our VP of Engagement, Rick Morton, is offering a steak dinner to whoever can do a stand in Puerto Rico. So if you are listening and you know someone who could do a stand in Puerto Rico, tell them that 
that they can get a free steak dinner off of Dr. Rick Morton. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast. For more information or to connect with me, please visit HerbieNewell.com. To partner with Lifeline, visit LifelineChild.org. Follow us on Twitter by going to Twitter.com backslash LifelineChild or connect with us on Facebook by searching for LifelineChild. And for more information about how you can get engaged with Lifeline, you can always email us at info at LifelineChild.org. And of course, this summer, please sign up to take a stand for orphans at standfororphans.org. Beloved, will you allow God to use the gospel through you to impact the life of a child? Please contact us because we are here to defend the followers. We'll see you again tomorrow for the Defender Podcast.